Hello? Good morning. This is Grateful Deborah and Monica Evans. Good morning. Good morning, Graceful Deborah and Monica Evans. It's Yvette Marquette. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I thought, you know what? I thought I am going to get up the nerve. I'm going to get up the nerve and I'm going to ask for prayer for Quentin because, you know, he's still waiting for his med school results. So I'm like, I have to get up the nerve and do this. <laughs> well, don't nobody know you like that. They can't even see you. You better do it. The more prayer, the better. Yeah. Yeah. So how is he holding on to it? I mean, how is he dealing with it, though? Is he okay? Is he positive? Yeah. He's gotta be... Okay, good. I know. I told him he has to be positive. He came. He, he wasn't too positive the other day, but yeah. Well, yeah, he probably have good and bad days, but tell him to, to get some scriptures and, you know, encourage yourself or something. Yeah, tell him don't let the yeah. devil get the best. Yeah, that's what I've been, I've been trying to Yeah, keep him encouraged. He's got to encourage himself in the Lord. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's great to, to hear you and Monica. I know, we had his kid and carrying on here talking about, <laughs> you know, what happened at the, what was it, the Bible study last night? She went. To, she goes to this church. They're trying to get her to sing and blah 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 blah. They good morning, ladies. Oh, oh, good morning. Valerie told me on in just a moment. Um, but just in case, um, you can go to declarevictory.org and you can always submit your prayer request. It's okay. Let her know this morning. But you always have the ability. You don't have to be afraid. You can put on the oh. app and be satisfied. I was looking for that this morning. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Thank you, Valacita. She's sweet. Thank you. Good morning. Is Brother Michael? Was it that time? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning, Hi, is Brother Valacita. Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Same to you. Thank you. Good morning. Hi, Valacita. My name is Yvette. This is Yvette Marquette. And um, I've been calling in for a while, but I don't usually say anything. And I'm just, I just wanted to ask for prayer for my son. He's um, on the waiting list for medical school. And just I just want to keep him encouraged and pray him up and, and pray that the doors open. And his name is Quentin. Quentin. Awesome. Thank you for listening. No, we certainly will be praying for Quentin. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. It's sunshine. God's got her back all the time. Amen. 
And good morning, Sunshine. I don't know if you heard me when I said good morning to you. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good, good morning. morning. This is Danielle. Okay, I heard two people. I heard Danielle, and who else was that? This is Mary. Good morning. Good morning, Mary and Danielle. Happy Wednesday to both of you. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, everyone. Go ahead. Good morning, beautiful sister. Good morning, Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. Happy Wednesday. Have a great day. Good morning, Sister Rochelle. Happy Wednesday. And and there was someone else speaking before that, and I started coughing, so I didn't get to hear. I apologize. Can you repeat that? Your name? Sure. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. This is Kemper. Oh, good morning, Kemper. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. This is Mary from Michigan. This is my second time calling in. Good morning, Mary. Happy Wednesday. And I'm so glad you you called back in. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Good morning, Vivi. It's Dee Dee. How are you? I'm doing well. Good morning, Dee Dee. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Can we just pray for my auntie, Cloris? Um, She's in the hospital. It's not, well, we're going to say it's not looking good. Just pray for the Taylor Wilson family. I'd appreciate it. Yes. And can you repeat your auntie's name for me? Um, Taylor is her last name. Auntie Chloe is my auntie. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, sweetie. Love you guys. Love you, too. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday to you. Can I please uh, put in a prayer request? Sure. My husband, Rick, has got to go and get a procedure done this morning at Kaiser. And uh, I'm very, very concerned. You'll be leaving at 12.30. Okay, he's having a procedure today. Okay, we'll be praying for him. And can you please pray for me? Because I can't go. I've got to stay here. Yes, we certainly will. Thank you so much. Good morning, JC. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday, Valentine. Thank you. Good morning. This is Juanita. Good morning, Juanita. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning, it's Deidre. Good morning, Valacita. Good morning, Deidre. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday. 
Thank Good you. morning, Valacita. Good morning, Declare Victory family. This is Krishanda. God bless you and happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. And thank you so much, Krishanda. Good, Good to hear morning, you. Invaluable. This is Moxie. Good morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Hey. Thank you. Good to hear you sound as well. Happy Wednesday. Good to hear you too. Good to hear you always. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good morning. It's kindness. Happy Wednesday. God bless everybody. I love the Declare Victory family. <laughs> oh, thank you. We love you too. Good morning, kindness. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. It's Pastor Hardiman. Good morning, Pastor Hardiman. Happy Wednesday to you. Uh, it's a great day. Amen. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue calling in during the month of June, where our monthly theme is entitled Self-Control and Discipline. This month, each declarer will focus on yielding and how yielding to the fruit of self-control will empower you to live a dis- discipled, God-ordained life. <clears throat> Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory fasts for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you the opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declare victory or through Cash App at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have some spoken prayer requests. The first one is from Yvette, and she's asking for prayer for her son, Quentin. He's on, a wait, on the waiting list for a medical school. And so we're just going to pray that God will open up doors and that um, the right school will contact him and he'll be accepted, Father God. In the name of Jesus, we pray that. Uh, Dee Dee asking for prayer for Auntie Chloe, and she's also asking us to lift up the Taylor and Wilson family. Susie is asking for prayer for her husband. He's having a procedure today. And she's asking for prayer for herself as well as she is not able to go to the hospital with him. The order of the call is as follows. 
Prayer and Corporate Praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and Corporate Praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments hosted by the Declare. The scripture for today is from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Sabrina. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, we bless you this morning. We thank you for the dawning of a new day. We thank you for touching us this morning with your finger of love. We thank you for your grace and your mercy that woke us up and allowed us to see this new day. Um, with a reasonable portion of our health and strength, God, with a portion of our mind and our activities of our limbs. God, we woke up this morning, and for that, we are simply grateful. Before we take inventory of what today will bring, we take a moment to practice mindfulness and gratefulness just to thank you for this moment. We realize it's a gift that many didn't receive this morning. We don't want to rush through it. We want to greet you as you greet us with grace. We want to greet you with gratitude. So before we ask you for anything, we take a moment to thank you for everything. We realize that without you, we could do nothing. It is in you that we live, we breathe, we move, and we have our being. So Father, we thank you for this ordained day in our life, this day of purpose. God, we thank you that it will be fulfilled according to your will on earth as it is already declared and destined to be in heaven. Father, we bless you for keeping us as we slept all night long, for keeping us safe from hurt, harm, and danger. We thank you that um, the enemy did not come nigh our dwelling place. God, we thank you that you stayed the hand of the prowlers and all of those who seek to do harm and to do evil in the midnight hour. Father, we rested, and we rested in your grace and in your mercy. And for that, we are simply grateful. Father, we come to you this morning, God, looking for you to do what no other power could do, and that's to just be God. Be God in our lives. Be God in every circumstance. Be God in every petition and every prayer request. Father, we thank you that you are a God that is omnipresent. You see all. You know all. You're everywhere at the same time. You are an amazing Father. And we thank you because you have been touched with our infirmities. We thank you because you are concerned about the things that concern us on this morning. So God, what's weighing heavy on our heart is nothing for you. God, what is concerning us this morning, what is troubling us, we recognize that it cannot stand in the presence of an almighty God. So God, we thank you for even those things that seem to be out of control because we realize that once we place it in your hands, Anything that's under your control cannot be out of control. So, God, we center our hearts and our minds. We focus and remember the fact that you are God. And above you, there is none other. There is no power greater than you. So no matter what we face today, God, we face it with confidence 
knowing that if it's in your will, it's going to align. Romans 8, 28 reminds us that all things work together. So even if it feels like it's not aligning, God, we thank you that we can stand assured that it's going to work in our favor. So, Father, for every disappointment we have faced, for every closed door we have faced, God, for every rejection we face, we thank you because we realize that it was not according to your will. And on this morning, we want what you want for us, God. We want to surrender our will in exchange for yours this morning. So, Father, we ask that you would do what only you can do. And that's be God. We trust you this morning. Help us to trust you more to be God. And as we practice the self-control of waiting, waiting for you to come through, trusting God, I ask that we will be found doing what's according to your will as we wait. I ask that you would touch our hearts and our minds. Give us the stamina and the resilience to wait on you. Hallelujah. To surrender our will in exchange for yours to not try to help you, to not try to figure it out, but to simply trust you more. God, give us the grace to trust you more. Father, we lift up those spoken prayer requests on today. Father, we thank you for Quentin. God, we thank you for the hard work and the investment that he has put in so far. And as he stands on the precipice of his education, awaiting medical school, Father, we thank you that you're preparing the right offer and that he is going to be accepted into the school that will boost his career to the next trajectory. God, we thank you for the campus that will be blessed simply because he is on it. We thank you for his career. God, we thank you for funding for whatever he wants to do. We thank you even for his specialty. And God, we thank you for the patients that he will treat. We thank you for the stereotypes that he will break. We thank you, God, for all that he will accomplish. And we ask that he will do it in your name. God, if he's attending to patience, God, we pray that you will be attending to his heart. God, we thank you for even blessing him. We thank you for his mother, his family that has supported him through this journey. This is major. And we just worship you for that, God. And we look forward to being able to celebrate when the offer comes through because we'll be able to say that nobody but you did it, Father. We lift up Rick and Susie to you to, as Rick prepares to have a procedure on today, God. We ask that you would be with the medical team. We thank you, God, that the outcome will be according to your will. Father, we ask that you would calm his heart and his mind. We lift up Susie to you, any angst and anxiety that she's feeling because she can't be there. Father, we ask that you would gently remind her that you are there. And as long as you're there, everything will be okay. So even in her waiting, God, we ask that you would just strengthen her heart and remind her to just worship while she waits. Father, we thank you for um, full recovery. Um, we thank you, God, that Rick will be fine in your name. Father, we lift up the Taylor family and the other prayer requests that Didi spoke. God, we ask that you would just do um, what is being asked according to your will. Father, we lift up those prayer requests that were not spoken, those petitions that are currently being written on the heart. Father, we lift up all of those who are currently standing in the need of prayer. God, we lift up our communities. God, we lift up our school systems. We thank you for blessing our children to see the conclusion of another school year. We thank you, Father, 
that we have not had to attend to any tragedies, God. We thank you. There's nobody but you that protected them the entire year. So as they go into summer, we ask that you would continue to keep your loving arms of protection around them, God. We ask that you would keep them safe from hurt, harm, and danger, God. We ask that you would keep them safe from accidents and from drownings. And God, we ask that you would protect the learning that they got this year, that you would hold it, God, so that they don't lose the skills and the knowledge that they acquired so that they'll be ready to go back to school. God, we pray for parents who are scrambling to try to figure out what to do with these kids this summer. We thank you for open camps and for summer schools. We thank you for lunch programs and funding, God, so that these children will be well cared for without additional stress to our parents. Father, we lift up those that are standing in position of caregivers for elderly parents on this morning. We ask that you will bless them, strengthen them, God. We ask that they will practice patience, God, as they serve in the name of Jesus. And as we go out into the marketplace today, God, we ask that you would use us as conduits for your spirit, use us as conduits for your love, so that people may see us and experience you, God. We thank you, hallelujah, for this demonstration of self-control, for this practice, for this exercise, God, to be reminded of the fruit of the spirit and how we represent you when we're operating in them. So God, we thank you that you continue to purify, that you continue to purge, that you continue to correct, God, that you continue to mold us so that we'll be more like you. God, we thank you for your son, Jesus. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, which is our constant guide and companion. We thank you for every time we get checked. And God, we everything, every time you bring something to our our, our forefront, our knowledge that we need to work on, God, we thank you for the spirit of submission, that we hear you and we submit. So, Father, as we take our phones off of mute, we do it with joy and enthusiasm because we recognize that you hear us when we pray. So, Father, we bless you on today. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy. God, we thank you for how you're moving. God, we thank you for how you're delivering, how you're amazing, for how you're healing. God, we thank you for how you expand. Territory. God, we thank you for how you're blessing us. We thank you for how you're blessing us. We serve out of our customers. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that we have a heart and a mind to serve. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that we have a heart and a mind to give. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord God. 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 Thank you, Lord God.
with your kingdom, God. We bless you. Hallelujah. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Father, as we lift up Dion, we thank you, God, for her in the name of Jesus. And we just thank you that this call is um, ordained and is blessed by you, God. We thank you for all that have been delivered by the call. We thank you that all who have gotten peace as a result of the work that you have done through the call, God, we're careful to give you the praise. We're careful to give you the glory. We're careful to give you the honor. God, we bless you because you're God. God, we bless you. God, it's amazing how much you love and care for us. It's amazing how much you see after us. It's amazing how mindful you are of us. So, Father, we thank you even in those moments of despair. When we feel all alone, God, we bless you because you're right there. Your word reminds us that you'll be with us always, even until the end of the world. So, God, we just thank you for being constant in our lives, God. We thank you even when we can't feel you, that we have the knowledge and the reassurance that you are there. We bless you today, God. We bless you. We bless you. Hallelujah. We bless you today. Father, we bless those that are in hospitals and convalescent homes. God, we bless you for those that are attending to them. Father, we ask that you would bless our aging parents in the name of Jesus. Those that are, are struggling with ailments, God, we ask that you can. Hallelujah. Those that are dependent upon caregivers, Father, we ask that you would touch the hearts of those attending to our aging relatives and parents, God, that they would have a heart of love and a heart of compassion. Father, we thank you. We lift up Chris Jackson to you, God. We thank you for our brother, God. We thank you for um, restored health, God. We thank you for just being God in his life. We thank you for um, all that he has endured, that he's endured it without um, doubting you, God. We thank you that his faith has not wavered. And God, we just ask that you would reward his faith according to your will. We lift up his wife to you as she continues to serve, as she continues to care. God, we ask that you just bless her as she continues to minister all that she pours out to him. God, we ask that you would do it for her in her heart, God, and even help us to support her. Father, and all of those that are dealing with serious health issues that have not even spoken it, that may not have even been detected, Father, we lift them up to you on today. Um, God, we just bless you. Hallelujah, we bless you. God, we bless you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We lift up every church. Hallelujah, that's open in your name. Hallelujah, that's operating. God, we ask that you would bless them as they minister to communities. God, all, we lift up every pastor, God, that's walking in integrity, that's speaking the word. God, we ask that you would bless him with the ministry gifts that is needed for him to continue to advance kingdom. Father, we thank you for all of those standing in the gap, those that are interceding, those that are um, interceding on behalf of the nation, on behalf of the communities, those that lay awake at night on prayer shifts. God, we ask that you would bless them. Hallelujah. And bless them indeed. Those that have dedicated their lives to ministry and to service. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless you on today. God, we thank you for the declare that will stand in Dion's stead on today. Father, we ask that you would bless him. God, that you would give him a word on today. We thank you for his readiness, for his willingness, 
Father, we bless you for his obedience and for his sacrifice. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. For even this just extended moment to spend some time with you, God, we thank you that it is for our good. It is for our benefit. Hallelujah. So we bless you today. Hallelujah. Taking nothing for granted. We bless you today. Father, as we get ready to go out into the marketplace, thank you for traveling grace and mercies that will be upon us, everyone that we will encounter. Hallelujah. We thank you that we'll be safe. Hallelujah. We thank you that you'll bring us back home safely at the appointed time and that we will find everything just like we left it. Hallelujah. Undisturbed by the enemy. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for praise reports, for testimonies that's going to come forth from today. Hallelujah. We thank you. We bless you. We thank you. Glory to God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. As we're getting settled, we thank you. Hallelujah. John, are you on the line? Hallelujah. Okay. The call is in your hands, sir. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Uh, We give honor to God because he is awesome. We thank him because he is mighty. And I don't know if you know it, but you're on the winning side. And that, my friend, is a reason to give God all the glory and give him all the praise. Hallelujah. Uh, If you will, turn with me to the book of Romans. Romans chapter 8. Do I want to read this version? Romans chapter 8. Chapter 8, and I'm going to read verse 15 for you. We're still in the mind of self-discipline. We're still, excuse me, self-control and discipline. We're, We're still walking through the process of this. So I want to give you something. I first need you to understand that your discipline in God is based on a decision. Now, when you make the decision, you have to know that you've made the decision, but your your strength comes from the Spirit of God. Um, I don't want you to think that you can go through this thing by yourself, okay? I don't ever want you to think that you don't need, that you are a super saint, uh, that you are a wonder and that you don't need the presence of God. On the contrary, you need the presence of God. As a matter of fact, the presence of God need to be, needs to be and should be practiced in your everyday life. Uh, the presence of God 
should not be something that you wait till you gather together with the saints on Sunday uh, or whenever you gather uh, uh, to, to, to experience. But the presence of God should be something you encounter. Uh, when I say something, I'm not talking about the spirit of God being a something, but the, 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 the experience that you have to be the something. The experience that you have should be uh, etched in your mind. The experience of, of waiting in his presence. Hallelujah. The experience of sitting and listening to what God has to say for you. The encounter should be something you have on a day-to-day basis. Elder Jonathan, why would you say that? What makes you say that? Because it's it's the Bible that tells us that he gives us our daily bread. Well, if you don't find time to spend time, how do you get your bread? If he gives you daily bread, remember when the children of Israel were in transition from the place of bondage to the place of over enough, more than enough, an abundant flow, uh, they found themselves in the wilderness and saying, we need something to eat. And God provided them with manna, or what is it? What a call? What what you call that? And he provided them daily bread. He told them, don't take more than you need for today, but Use this for the moment. So I say to you that you have to understand that there is a grace on your daily function. There is power in your daily submission. There is understanding in your daily communion with God. When I say communion, let me get this straight. I am not just talking about first Sunday, but the way you interact. The common union between you and God, you and his spirit, you and his son, you and the blood. And I need you to know that it, takes your daily communion. It takes your daily encounter. It takes your daily want for God. The Bible tells us that he that hungers and thirsts for righteousness shall be filled. That shell is an absolute. And so when we're talking about discipline, when we're talking about self-control, let's do this. Hold on just a moment. Uh, I I know I told you to go over to Romans, but I want to read this, and then I'm going to jump back to Romans. Galatians chapter 5. I'll start at 19, Galatians 5, 19, uh, excuse me, 18. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. 
When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our life. Watch me. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Jesus Christ have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Do you see where your communion with the Spirit of God produces, watch this, these disciplines where the Spirit of God produces the place called self-control. Where the Spirit of God is needed beyond the place of spinning like a top and speaking in tongues, but it is needed to operate in the totality of the promise of self-control and to operate in the discipline, in the taught place, in the reckoned place, in the place that you know that you don't have the ability in yourself outside of the Spirit of God to produce. As believers, do you realize what you have access to? You have to understand that God has not put you in the place of salvation and allowed you to just go on about your business. But there is a whole package that is waiting for you, and all it takes is for the most part for us to tap into what we need in God. He tells us here that it's, it's the Spirit of God, it's the Holy Spirit that produces these things. Then he says, now that you belong to Christ, you've taken the issue, nailed it to the cross. Some of y'all went, yeah, nailed it to the cross. No, no, no. Whose cross did you nail it to? The passion, the desire of that thing, I nailed it to his cross. Everything about self-control and your discipline is locked, is nailed, it's pinned, it's held, it's wrapped up, tied up, tangled up, as the old folks used to say, in Christ by his 
spirit. It is it is in him the Bible declares, in you I move, in you I have my being. It's in him that I have to understand that the place of discipline, I told you before that that's the place of right learning and right understanding, correct strength, correct movement. It's the correct way to do a thing. Why is it that it comes by the Spirit of God? Because the Bible declares that there, hear me, is no good thing in the flesh. As a matter of fact, when you read the top of Galatians, it gives you all of the works of the flesh. And because there are so many works of the flesh, watch this. At one of the end of the verses, it says, and all the other ones that go with it. So that tells me, for you who say, I, I can do it by myself, I, I, I got this, I, I, don't, I don't need no help, I, 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 I'm able to do this. Forgive me, but you I, 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 I might be in need of some assistance. There is no way if we call God Father, when you research in biblical times the strength and the power of the Father, uh, it was the Father's job to give you everything you needed to succeed in life the way he saw fit for you to succeed. It was the Father's job to provide you with the portions of whatever it was for you to, to be sustained to be maintained, to be successful, to be prosperous in the areas at which you embarked on. It was the Father's job to spend time with you, to teach and train you outside of the house on how to do what needs to be done, inside of the house on how to operate outside of the house. It was the Father's job to spend time blessing you. And when you talk about the word blessing, uh, part of one of the original meanings behind it means to pour out from the depths of into. So if that is the job description of a father, and we have been adopted by the Spirit of God, where we by can call him Abba, Father. And we have robbed him of being Father by trying to do this thing called self-control, called discipline by ourselves. His word declares that as a good father, you being evil or you being sin nature, you being flesh, you who are made from the dirt, would not give your child a rock if they said they were hungry and a snake to play with if they wanted a toy. 
you being evil, have the best interest for your child. How much more is it than the Father of heaven has for you? Do you realize that self-control and discipline is an honor? Excuse me. That self-control, not only not self-control and discipline is an honor, but it reflects your relationship with the Father. It reflects your relationship with Abba. It reflects your relationship. How does it reflect my relationship, sir? Because it means if I'm on the outside looking in, I now can look at you in your day-to-day life because your life is a living epistle. Your life is a living letter written by God. If your life is written by If you are supposed to be, supposed to be, supposed to be a living epistle, what are you saying in the areas of discipline? If God is a good father and will not have you ignorant to the devices of the enemy, What is it that he has said to you in your time together with him? What have you listened to him say? What have you listened and heard him say? What have you felt him say? What did you see him say concerning your discipline? Have you given it to him? Have you made the conscious decision? I'm not talking about saying, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it, and then when you see it afar off, you go the other way. No, no. I mean, have you said, God, I'm going to commit to this thing. I have to make the conscious decision that I will be committed to you. I will be committed to the fact that I will get through this. Or have we got to the place and submitted and crashed or gave it over? Have we gone back into the hands that have caused us to be tangled up in bondage? Well, Mr. Johnson, you don't understand. You don't go through nothing. The devil is a lie. Well, you don't know what I've been through. I might not. You you don't know what it takes. I, I'm quite sure I, I probably do. It takes a submitted heart. When you begin to get to the gist of it, self-control is a promotion by the spirit, and your discipline is your I keep saying it like that, your conscious decision to walk upright. I hope that's making sense. That you have to, there is some work that has to be done. I know we thought that was only talking about uh, uh, the harvest and the field, although it's true. 
The Bible declares that you should work out your own, your soul's salvation, which means you have to get a discipline. You have to get an understanding of the correct way to do a thing the right way to do a thing. Let's face it, because before salvation, some of us did all kinds of stuff. Before the communion of the Spirit of God, we've done all kinds of stuff. But are you submitted and committed enough that when the Spirit of God says, hey, don't do that. Mm-mm, God, I got to say this. I'm going to tell them, no, don't say that. Don't go there. If you've ever had a desire to go somewhere or do something and the Spirit of God come in and say, "Uh uh-uh, you sit down, you stay home, (laughs) we become as grown as we is. And, yes, I said it just like that. Please, English majors, don't hit me over the head. As grown as we is, we have temper tantrums. Don't go there. Don't do that. When all at the same time, we don't realize what the Spirit of God is trying to do. When he tells you, if you say, I'm not doing, go do X, Y, and Z. I'm not. Go here. Okay, God, give me a second. I got We've become so, watch this, disciplined in what we can't do for God. That if we are living epistles, more people will see the things that we haven't done in God. But when the Spirit of God is saying to you, don't go, go here, say this, don't say that. What he is doing is building your discipline. He's working you out. He's putting you through the workout program. He's putting you through the workout program. He's building your strength. He's helping you work out your soul's salvation. He's helping you to be the image of salvation. He's helping you look more like the Father. He's helping you to operate more like Jesus. You see how this is more than just speaking tongues, spinning around like a top? It's more, he's giving you the space and opportunity to operate in the place that every part, portion of your life, listen to me, every part and portion of your life, I'll say it again for those in the back, every part, portion, an area of your life looks like God. Can I can I bring it real close? Mm-hmm. For those of us that drive with issues, I, I'll I'll talk about me first. I I sure will. 
when you're driving down the street, do you have enough discipline and self-control? Do you look like God enough that if somebody cuts you off in track, that help me, Jesus, can you? <laughs> Bless their day. If you go up to the grocery store and somebody is being rude, can you operate in the place of discipline and say something might be off here? I know it's easier said than done, but do you know that there are sometimes that that weird, crazy things come across your path, people with bad days come across your path? If you're a believer, they come across your path because you are supposed to be the agent of change. Oh, God. You are supposed to be the agent of change, let me say it like this, that brings God's glory to the situation. Ooh, how many of us have failed that test? Were you the place in discipline that said, hey, do you mind if I pray for you? Or did they give you a word and you gave them a word back? And I'm not talking about a word from the Lord. Are you disciplined enough? Are you moving in the right thing, the right way? Discipline. Are you the image of God, the image of God's love? Let me say it like that. Are you the image of God's love? If with love and kindness I've drawn you, are you the same image that he is for you to them? Are you disciplined enough to walk in the correct manner of life, the correct way to deal? Or are you more disciplined in your flesh? Excuse me. Are you more disciplined in your flesh? The Bible says that flesh and the spirit war against each other constantly. They are literal enemies one to another. Paul said, it's so bad when I want to do right, evil is present. And when I want to do evil, good is present. My bishop says it like this. The one you feed, the thing you feed the most is the thing that grows the stronger. What is it that you've been more disciplined in? What is it that you've been more disciplined? Are you more disciplined, which means you follow the teaching of this thing or that? Are you more versed in the teachings of God or versed in the teachings of your flesh?
are you good at telling people how to do sin and do it well? Ooh. What is sin? The thing that is contrary to God, the opposite of God. That's it right there. Or are you more disciplined or in honor of doing what God has shown you how to do? Listen, let me show you. I I, I hear what you're going through. Can I share something with you? When I went through uh, something similar to that, I found myself in prayer three, four times a day. This is a scripture that I use. You get this scripture. Don't try to get a bunch of them. Get this one scripture right here and run these scriptures. Why do you scriptures? When I was going through, this made sense. And when stuff started happening, you I, it began to unfold to me. Hey, do you mind if I pray for you? Hey, hey, can I can I pray for you? Can we pray right now? Hey, I, it seems like you're going through something. Let me show you how to build a discipline in the area of victory. I know, I know, I know you're going through this situation, and this is a tough one, and family members is acting up, and they are saying all kind of stuff. Let me show you what I did. Let me show you. Let me teach you what was taught to me. Let me write this down for you. Now, I'm going to pray. Holy Spirit. I activate you in her life. I activate you in his life. Let him know who you are. In this place, give him the control that he needs. Be his control. Be his reins. Are you willing make the conscious decision are you obedient to make the conscious decision sometimes we know what we need to do are you willing to say, watch this, yes, Lord. When you read in Scripture, Isaiah said it, um, it showed up a few times, and Ananias said it in in the New Testament. Uh, There's a word in Hebrew um, when Paul excuse me, when Saul lost his sight and the Lord told Ananias to go pray for him, uh, the word that that Ananias answered the Lord with um, and the word that Isaiah answered the Lord with, in, in scripture it reads, yes, it says, I'm here, Lord, here am I. But when you break that word down, it means, Lord, I'm talking to you, but I'm ready to listen and operate actively on what you need me to do. And then 
I am here to do what you need me to do actively. Are you here actively in every part of your mind? Gather your mind. Gather your mind from the four corners of the earth. We call it to come in. The fragments of your mind. Every part of you. Every part of me is here, Lord. What is it that I need to do? the power behind a yes. It is the top of the hour. Excuse me. It is the top of the hour. Um, And with that, I say Praise the Lord. Uh, It is the top of the hour. I do want y'all to know that Dion is well, um, and you all will hear from her soon. Um, She got a word. So we we thank God for her. Um, Hallelujah. (laughs) So it is the top of the the hour. Uh, I want you to know that you can you can do it. Watch this, not by pop, not by your power, not by your own strength, but by His Spirit, says the Lord. So it's the top of the hour, and I would like to open up the uh, open the floor. And for those of you that did not get a chance to say good morning, uh, I will like to start with my brothers. Brothers, if you're on the line and you can, um, if you can say good morning, hey, howdy, how you do? Um, any brothers that are available at the moment? Hallelujah. Hey, good morning, family. Ed's on the call. Thank you for that declaration. Good morning. Good morning, Humble Al. Thanks for the declaration. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, good morning. This is Jr. Thank you for your declaration. Good morning, as Jr. said. Wow. Good morning. Uh, before I move forward, any other brothers? Before I move on any further, uh, brothers of Declare Victory, I want you all to stay encouraged and know that you are important, that you are a difference maker, uh, that the Lord loves you, and that he is with you. I don't care what it looked like up until today. I don't care what you've been through. That what you've been through is not bigger than the God you serve nor is it your identity. So you all be encouraged to all of my brothers, whether you can come on or not, I want you to be encouraged. Uh, Any new time callers or 
callers who's never said good morning and would like to speak this morning, come on in. Come on in. Okay. Well, ladies, 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 bam, 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 bam. come on and say good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Leomi, a great decoration. Thank you. Good morning, man. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. My brother, hi-ya. Totally appreciate you, brother. <laughs> Elder, <Hi-ya>. my friend. <laughs> thank you, sir. Thank you. With the sword. Put your eyelashes on. I'm batting them right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, anybody? By your spirit, Lord. God bless you. Uh, declaration. That sounded like the uh, I just said, hi, y'all, and pum, pum, pum. <laughs> Because y'all play way too much. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Look, at, le- at least once a year, my ringer is off and I overslept. So this was my one, my once a year. So, amen, nephew, you, thank you for covering me. Amazing job. And the uh, hi-ya, Rochelle. Hi-ya. Really? <laughs> oh. All right. Anybody else to say good morning? All right. Well, if no one's to say good morning, comments, questions, uh, questions, comments, commentary. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Good morning. This is wonderful, Wanda. Thank you for your declaration. Hey, wonderful wonderful. Hi. Um, I just love this call. Um, it doesn't matter if I get on at 6 a.m. or if I get on at 6.15 or 6.25. I always hear the word, how it applies to me and just what I need to hear. And, uh, you know, it's easy to say for me to tell someone else, sure, I have self-control. I have self-discipline because I'm in recovery. And, you know, in recovery, in NA and AA, your first motto is no matter what, don't take nothing. And Mm -hmm. so sometimes, um, you know, I lose focus that that's not the only thing that I need to do. It's not take nothing. Mm -hmm. That it's work Mm -hmm. required. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when you gave the analogy, if somebody cuts your car off on mm. a free on the road, mm. can you bless their name? <laughs> and it was like a, a lightning mm. bolt shot through me because <laughs> uh, I'm a courteous driver. Like I'll let you go in front of me, but if you cut my car off, Jesus go out the window. <laughs> and it's like, how does that happen? You know, and mm-hmm. so it ties back into 
um, you know, he was talking about, he says, um, our daily bread, and how do we get our mm-hmm. daily bread? We get our daily mm-hmm. bread by reading the word and being obedient. And it's like, if I'm not doing that, then I'm not getting what I need. And so that's why those things happen. So I I don't know. I just I just get filled every time I get on the call. I've been here getting ready for work, running from one room to the other. With If I left the phone in one room, I run back and get it and bring it in the bathroom. And I just I'm just empowered. And I just want to mm-hmm. say thank you to Declare Victory. And thank you again for your declaration. To God be the glory. Um, you said something, and it put my mind in, in a certain place. Um, I'm going to give y'all a transparent moment. Uh, there was a, there was a time, um, I, cause I, believe, I don't know what I was going through, but I was going through something. I think I was probably with, I was going through something. I don't remember what it was, but I remember, um, I had made up in my mind that I was going to go to the bar and I was going to drink everything that I could. When I tell you I got to the bar, and it'll make sense, I got to the bar and I started ordering. Um, I'm ordering stuff that I would normally try to order. I, I'm ordering stuff off the top. I want if, give it, no, I want every, give me the hardest of the heart. I don't want nothing soft. I don't want nothing, no, no, no. I want rock star. I want, and I'm trying to drink it. Jesus turned water into wine. That night he turned liquor into waterman, excuse me, water. And I'm drinking and drinking and talking about the 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 spirit of God being your discipline, being your teacher, being your guide. I'm upset. I got tears in my eyes, tears in my voice. I'm ready to just be done. And I hear the Spirit of God say, come on, come talk to me. I don't want to talk. Leave me alone. Come talk with me. As a matter of fact, get up. In that moment, I am having a fight. But in my tears, in my struggle at that moment, I now have to tap into who the presence of God is. And I say to the Spirit of God, if you want me up out of here, you're going to have to help me. You have to be my strength. In this moment, you have to be my strength because I am ready to be done. And I remember, just like somebody would walk in and pick you up, I remember feeling the love of God, like arms of God, pick me up and walk me home. Tears in my eyes. Snotting and crying. God, what is this? God, what? And in that moment, his love became my discipline. Did I leave it there? I I, I had to ask him for forgiveness. God, forgive me. Father, forgive me for not relying on you here. So can I say sometimes it may be difficult. It may be it may be a little trying. But you full-hearted, wholeheartedly 
have to rely on him. It's not in your own strength. I keep, I keep hearing that. I keep saying it. Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Some trust in chariots. Some trust in horses, but by my spirit is this victory attained. You, you have to tap into the personage of the Spirit of God. I don't know who that's for, if that helped anybody, but I don't care what it is. Nothing that you have gone through, going through, will go through, is ever bigger than God. It may seem like it, but it is not. If you are recovering, that thing will call your name. Yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. In that moment, when it's calling God, this thing is doing the thing that it's doing, and I need your help. I need your strength. I can't do this by myself, but I am your child. I am victorious in you. You have to now tap into, and I said it earlier, the, the, the discipline of your victory. Any anybody else? Elder Jonathan, my brother. Oh, Jesus. This is uh Hayas twin. Uh <laughs> Wonder Power Twin Activate. Oh, <laughs> listen. You said so much, but when I started laughing is when you talked about them temper tantrums. I said if he don't mind his own self business, man, and with me being here working with these babies. Mm-hmm. I said, I see what you're doing, Lord, because I'm 50, 55, and I watch these 18 months to five-year-olds, and when they throw their bodies out because they don't mm-hmm. get their way, I'm like, this is what we do, right? You just mm-hmm. said it's so clear. He's saying, don't do that. Do this. But we want it how we want it, when we want it, right? So I'm grateful mm-hmm. just for how you came this morning and um, how we have to really be light. I don't really have road rage, but I just, you know, I don't do that because I don't want to wreck. People are driving like crazy on these freeways. So I'm I'm like the sister said, I'm courteous, and I've learned to bless their day. <laughs> Amen. Because you don't know what they're going through. And we got to be mindful of that. When we see people driving crazy, they might be on their way to, to see a loved one and say goodbye, but that's not an excuse. We still have to use wisdom. I thank you, too, for sharing about that that going into the bar because I've had that experience. <laughs> Give me the top of the top. And mm-hmm. what is this? You know what I mean? Don't taste like I thought it was going to taste. didn't affect me. But God will have his way, no matter what we think, to help us with self-control and discipline. And the last thing I'm going to say is, as a parent, now as a grandparent, my grown children have told me, Mom, you have truly changed, like, the, the discipline and the self-control you have now as a grandmother where was that woman when we were kids? Because I'm not that, you know what I'm saying? You know, we get you good. My granddaughter, River, and Ace, and Alexa, they don't get it. I still deal with them, but I've grown and I've matured. So it don't take all that that to me. I, I, some elders on the call, forgive me. But the, 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 beat, the beatings and stuff that I took as a kid, I don't think that they warrant that because I've learned self-control and I've learned discipline. And I know that they're little people they are going to grow. So I just want to tell you, thank you, brother. You always come. I was waiting for your um, movie analogy, but I know that'll come too. Thank you so much for the morning. I love your life. <laughs> and Dion, you needed that rest, sis. 
Hey, Jonathan. This is Tanya. Yes. Yes. Good morning. Hey, um, good morning. I just wanted to go back to your um, bar testimony. Um, I got such a beautiful image of God mm-hmm. as you shared that. Because, guys, at the end of the day, that's the loving father that we serve. You know, I understand being at a place where you're so low and you hear the whole, like you've given everything you've done, you've believed, you've prayed, you've fasted or whatever you've done, you know, but whatever, the, or the thing is just so, such, such, it's so huge. It's it's so gigantic. Or you've been fighting for so long, you're just weary. And um, just hearing the Lord and you say, no, I'm, I'm sick of that. I'm not doing, nope, nope. Mm-hmm. And and he still says to you, Come on. I mm-hmm. come on. Um, I remember I didn't go to the bar, but um I was sick of I was sick of um I was sick of life. Not to the mm-hmm. point of um suicide, but I remember I was just tired. And mm-hmm. it was a this was a time when they had Sunday night services way back in the day. Mm-hmm. I got dressed. Um and I knew my mom was going to church, and she said, I'm sorry, I'm still trying to recover this virus. So, uh, <laughs> excuse me. She said, you know, where are you going? I said, I'm going to church with you. And she bucked her eyes out of her head, and it seemed like she got faster so she could hurry up and dress. The, lo- the short of the story is that I got myself to church, but that's all that I could do. And I remember the Lord saying, just lift your hands. And I said, I can't. They were in the middle of a, um, some kind of review. It wasn't even church service yet. And I remember, I couldn't do anything else. I remember the angel of the Lord wrapping his arms around me, picking, picking me up, standing me up, mm-hmm. and me surrendering to God that night. And I've never looked back. But it wasn't my strength, it was his. I didn't mm-hmm. I got myself there, but I, I didn't I was out of gas at that point. Anyway, I loved your transparent moment and your analogy and expl- sharing with us the love of the Father uh, the way that you did. That's it. To God be the glory. Um two things. Lord, we thank you because you are Rafa. You are healer. You are the husband, man, that you will, we speak to the molecular level uh, in Tanya's body from crown of her head to the soles of her feet. We speak speedy recovery. Now, uh, everything that is out of line and out of place, line up. We command every issue that is underlined to be no more issue. We apply the word, the healing, and the blood of the Lord uh, to this situation, and we command recompense restore the energy restore levels back to where they need to be in jesus name hallelujah god we thank you for the report um tanya said something and i think a lot of times we hear the word and we only have uh we only have one look at it and the word is suicide a lot of times when we hear suicide, we think, I got to kill myself. 
or that's the word, somebody killed themselves. To break down suicide, and for those of you that are believers and believe, being a believer at any time, watch this. Suicide is not just to kill yourself, but suicide is to prematurely eject yourself from a situation before God's glory. I know that seems like a lot to take in. It's to prematurely eject yourself out of a situation before God's glory. So sometimes, and, and, and this is the definition I have because this is a definition that the Lord had to show me. Sometimes, the place where we're going, I don't want it no more. I'm done. I'm finished. Y'all know what other words y'all say there. I'm done. We have prematurely taken ourselves out of that place, out of that time, out of that present area before the glory of God could show up. And this is the place that the enemy, because of whatever, because a uh, 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 Psalm said, David said, I'm pressed on every side. I'm pressed on the outside. I'm pressed on the inside. And so because we become so pressed, so pressured, we're ready to prematurely eject ourselves out of the situation, out of the circumstance, before God can get the glory out of it. But because you spent time in discipline, because you spent time practicing his presence, because you spent time communing with him, communing with his spirit, it's in that moment I can say, okay, Lord, once I've gone through that, I can now say, you got to do this. If you want glory out of this, you got to do this. Now, if we think about it, if we hear that word now, how many times have we been to that place? I'm tired of this. I, no, mm -mm, no, no, forget you, forget you, forget you. Y'all know where you could go. I'm done. I'm not doing this. Tears, bitter tears in our eyes, tears in our voice. God, how is it that you want me to come through this? And that's where Paul says, I reckon that the current situation, the current circumstances that I am in now is not more weighty than the glory that shall be revealed after this. Anybody else? All right. Well, if there is nobody else, no other. All right. Well, to God be the glory. Um, you all be encouraged. Um, tap into the spirit of God, man. It, it's so much in him. In him we live. We, we have our being. It's so much in him that is 
like untapped gold for your life. Hold on just a minute. Philippians 4. I know. Give me just a second. Uh, Yes, that's what I thought. Philippians four nineteen, um, NLT. Let me read it from the King James, just in case you don't have that. Um, but my God shall supply all of your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And this same God who takes care of me will supply all of your needs from his glorious riches which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. My God will supply whatever the immediate need is I say it like that because I want you to zone in on the need. That's the power of your communion, which walks in the power of your discipline, which walks in the power and the strength of self-control. What is the need in the moment? If it's provided through the riches of glory in Jesus Christ, heaven ain't never bankrupt. So to you who think this is too big for God, shut your mouth and get what you need. For the person that goes, oh, no, I got it. I'll handle it. God got other stuff to deal with. Shut your mouth. Get what you need. Why? How? How dare you rob the father from being the father that he desires to be in your life? That's fire. He wants to provide as father. He wants to provide. He wants to give you provision. He wants to make sure that you are okay. Why? Because you look like him. You are his representative. And he wants to wants you to know that he is on your side and that everything that you need, he is there to provide. Why would you rob him of the joy? As the Father, the joy that we bring him is our strength. Will a man rob God? Yes, in him being a father. Don't rob God from his fatherly duties. We say that he's Father, we call him Abba. When you look at that scripture, that scripture is saying that he is the provider of provision. Don't rob him 
in your low place, in your low place, reach out, cry out, call out to him to be my everything. So, Lord, in this moment, I thank you. Thank you because you're God. I thank you because you're a father. You are our father. You are the apple. We are the apple of your eye, the pitter-patter of your heart. God, the very chance that you get to bless us excites you. The very chance that you are the provider for us causes you great joy. And we give you those moments that you are able to be the father, that for the onlookers, God, that they'll come to us and ask us about our relationship, ask us about our discipline, ask us what must I do to be where you are? How do I be saved? How do I be a child like you? How do I reap the benefits of having a father like that? Father, we thank you. We thank you because you are a healer. We thank you because you are a counselor. We thank you because you are God Almighty. We thank you because today you are proving yourself even mighty. Today you are giving strength where strength is needed. God, in the moment where it seems like it's too much, that the sound of my voice would echo in their ears, let God be your strength. God, we pray and establish the place called space and time that, according to your word, creation has created and is waiting for them to get in that moment. God, we thank you. Your provision is met them today. And that we're just walking through time to meet up with it. God, we give you glory. We give you praise because we are able to walk in your discipline and the self-control of you, the leading of your spirit. We thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because you care enough and you have the patience to deal with us. Lord, we'll give you glory. We'll give you praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We rest on you. We rest in you. We rest with you. You are the Lord of our Sabbath. And today we take rest in your arms. We thank you because you're God. We thank you because you're Father. We thank you even now for your assistance. And, God, we give you all the glory, the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, I love y'all. Y'all have a good one. Hey, family. Thank you. Amen. Bless everybody. Before you guys hang up, before you guys hang up, I just want to remind us that today is Wednesday. It is our fast day. So I pray that you guys be intentional today about fasting and prayer and petitioning God and thanking him in advance. And we'll meet right back here at 5 o'clock for closing prayer. So keep your brothers and sisters up in prayer, staff, and seek the Lord in all that he does for you. So have a great day, you guys. Walk in victory. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day.